Hello, my little knockers, and welcome to another hot, ruddy pocket. How are you, Ed? Oh, I like a hot pocket. I'm very good. How are you, Michael? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, not too much has happened this week with regards to news, but don't fear not. There is There are some things to talk about, and I'm looking forward to talking about them with you, Ed. I'm looking forward to it. Can I start with something? Please. Last time we did this, we discussed Eurovision. We did, yeah. Um, That's the first point. Oh, is it? Yeah, so Brilliant. crack on. Yeah, Brilliant. Reel away. So I think I remember saying uh, Ukraine's one. I listened to it very quickly before we did our last recording, and I wasn't so keen on it at the time. Sorry, you weren't keen on the recording? You weren't keen on Ukraine's on track? On Ukraine's track. Okay. Um, but watching it back... Um, yeah. Watching it live on on, uh, on the, the the contest itself, I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, it was the most of it was like filled with ballads and God knows what, and it just yeah. didn't fit. Eurovision, you always want something a bit silly, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, there wasn't enough of that, so they're too serious. Um, they were trying too hard. Yeah, they were trying too hard, but um, <laughs> Ukraine managed to do uh, quite well, um, and I I appreciated it. I did, and I'm glad they got to. to the, to first place the one i was very shocked with though was um us yeah. i think i said well we'll probably get about 15th if we're lucky because it's all it's an all right song and i think i said 12th yeah possibly um and before the public votes came along for ukraine we were first and yeah then um pipped to the post by well, watching yeah, we weren't pipped to the post they were fucking miles ahead but um, yeah yeah we got to second place and i was shocked by that because normally there always seems to be some kind of it's not always just about the songs, is it? There's always some political undertone going on. There is on a lot, voting. yeah, which is a bit weird. And it is, and don't forget, it's the Eurovision Song Contest, right? And we had the best song with the best singer, Sam Ryder. So as far as I'm concerned, we won. But hey, Ukraine, obviously, in that uh, department, very well earned and with everything going on currently. I mean, every win's a win, right? There, were, there was one that I thought was so much, so much better. And I'm, I'm going to have to try and remember who it is now. I think it was Moldova. Their song okay. was yeah, their song was insane and it was oh it was just fucking amazing. Okay. You yeah, you should you should listen to that one. Well, maybe um, after we've recorded this you could show me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um so that's great. Great news uh for everyone uh, really there. Uh, I think that's the outcome that I think most people I spoke to had predicted to be honest and indeed well earned. If it went any other way, it would have been fucking shit. Can you imagine if Ukraine came like fucking 20th? It would have just been, oh, okay, this is a... I don't think it was going to happen, because um, uh, Ukraine, they're very... Well, no, Eurovision, they're, they're, they're very well known for... It's supposed to be, like, positivity for everybody. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That's what it's all about. It's, it's about a happy, fun time. Fun time. Yeah. yeah, and um, I think people knew that they appreciated it. But the good thing is, as I said, watching it back afterwards, I actually appreciated it more their song that they did and i I think they deserved it anyway no uh, yeah Um, it's a good track they were in my top five of of my favorite songs for the whole thing did Uh, you watch the whole thing yeah oh you did yeah yeah right Uh, well you know much more than i Uh, I, all i've heard is what i've seen in articles and talking to people. we had a little discord watch uh watch you did it again um well we all watched it we just had a uh, a text chat and everything people out there like saz and uh well ray just seems to know everything eurovision we actually yeah right we call the channel in discord eurovision 
Oh, um, I saw that. I I didn't. I understood. Well, I um and edit and code Discord. Um, that yeah. There's a channel called Eurovision, or it was, and I I went on there just to check notifications and stuff recently, and I noticed that obviously the spelling had been changed, uh, but I couldn't put my finger on why. I I don't understand well, why. She's absolutely obsessed with it. No, sorry, I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's spelt wrong, and it's obviously done that on purpose. Yuri Geller. But that makes sense now. Yeah. Well, brilliant. Good stuff. And Ed, it's back over to you again because uh, David Tennant and Catherine Tate are not only confirmed to be returning to Doctor Who, but have even been spotted filming for it. Um, Yeah. So Um, what do you think? Uh, Ed, by the way, if you didn't know, is our resident Doctor Who aficionado professional. the fucking poster. Oh, he's Uh. literally behind (laughs) you. (laughs) And the T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, so uh, I... I don't know how much to do here because some people might be trying to avoid it, but I think it's obvious that Catherine Tate, David Tennant uh, have been announced. And within days of uh, it being announced, suddenly uh, there was photos of them filming. Yeah. And there is one here. Um, I'm going to ask Mike Nicely to put a quick spoiler warning. Boop. Very nice. And... High tech. <laughs> very good. Um, but uh, we've got... Uh, looks like... Uh, Donna's granddad, Wilf, is going to be in it as well. Okay. Um, he's he's been spotted as well, is which, that the end of the which is played by the fantastic Bernard Cribbins. Bernard Cribbins. Uh, so yes, uh, that's the end of the spoiler. Boop. But um, it does look to me because of the way they've announced it, I think they've done really well with this because they know that there's they know that they're going to get caught filming out, uh, outside. So yeah. they've announced it beforehand. That yeah. Obviously, it's the filming schedule that they can do. Yeah, for sure, but yeah. to stop people thinking, oh, they're going to redo Tenant as a Doctor, they made sure they announced the next Doctor just yeah. before they were Tenant. So it's very done very well there. Um, oh, sorry, there is one more. Spoiler. Boop. The, <laughs> the, um, the thing, that's a part of it as well. If you have a look at the, the shots, uh, the TARDIS is actually still um, the same build as uh, Jodie Whittaker's TARDIS. So this is the interesting bit. I'm still going on with my theory. This I was being speaking to Beardy Viking on this. Hello, Dale. Um, that we possibly think there might be some kind of weird degeneration thing going on at the end of Jodie's. Degeneration X. Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, so, yeah, 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 maybe. Are you ready? We'll get some kind of maybe identity crisis type thing happen, degenerates into Tenant before regenerating into Shooty Gasper. So, okay. End well, of spoiler. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's really cool how they're putting these, this sort of stuff back in. And um, I'm, for one, I'm super happy to see David Tennant getting back in there. Um, I remember there was a tweet a while back that he did saying it's good to be back on set or in costume again or something like that uh, ages ago. We're talking like maybe a year ago. Um, so I feel like he knew back then and threw a little, a little sort of, a little, a little something out there. I think that was what you're looking at there. I don't think it was a costume one. Was it in costume? Possibly. Sorry, he, there was no pictures involved. Yeah, so that was because yeah. him, him and Catherine Tate, they were doing some audio adventures for Big Finish. Oh, okay. So he's back in character. Yeah. 
Okay. Right. I mean, right. he's he's always loved Doctor Who, and he's he's happy to be part of it. Yeah. Which yeah. is brilliant. I think he's done really well because lots of people have a fear of being typecast after they Definitely. become Doctor yeah, Who. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's yeah. embraced it, and he's managed to carry his career forward. Um, Definitely. Fantastically. Yeah. Um, uh, it must be just <laughs> froth over uh, David Tennant for a bit. Did you watch a series? Um, it was called Oh fucking son of a cunt, uh, and it was on BBC One. Uh, no, it was. I think it was a Netflix special, actually, or a Netflix-only sort of scenario. But it was a British-themed drama in which they were in an interview room and they interviewed people um, and tried to f- find the crime. And you know, it was it was all focused on that interview process. It was very well filmed, and I think it was the last episode. Uh, David Tennant was the criminal, and he had come in and was being interviewed. Um, have you seen that? No, I haven't. I, th- I thought you were going to say it's the Dennis Nielsen thing. No uh, idea what that no, is. No, that, that's great. Either way, I, uh, you know what? Shall I have a quick Google? Because mm. I, we must drop the name of it. I'll cut this. Okay, so the series is just called Criminal. I've never seen it. Is, it's so, on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, and it's really cool. Uh, it's genuinely really cool. Those of you who like, you know, uh, dramery crime sort of stuff, or even uh, like docu-series on crime, this is definitely around that sort of ballpark. Um, but the way that they go about it, obviously there's drama and things like you learn about the characters, uh, which are the police officers doing the interviewing. There's drama between them and things like that. But it's very well filmed. Um, and the set looks far too nice to be an actual interview room. Uh, don't ask me me how i I'll know do you, i'll do you a deal i'll watch that if yeah. you watch the itv uh dennis nilsson bi- uh, biopic thing so it's based upon um a real life serial killer um, okay he he used to uh he he used to basically take bring young men home have sex with them and then uh kill them up uh, then kill them maybe like try and dissolve them in acid or oh, right. uh, okay. or cut them into bits under the floorboard things good, like that good. basically used to hoard body parts by the end of it but he plays the um the he, he plays dennis nelson so brilliant okay uh, sounds like a goer also yeah. for those of you who haven't noticed the sets are quite different currently and that's because i'm actually with ed i can throw things at him here we go he does this every time thank you <laughs> yeah um and uh that's because i'm here so maybe uh later we can we can watch these things mm. we can do these things one of the things that i've been wanting to watch with ed um was we did a wheel wars episode uh about strictly about doctor who uh with coop cooper shout out twitch youtube twitter um but you said that, and actually, if you remember his episode one, the favourite episode scenario, and I would like to watch that, but also your episode as well, I would like to watch. So maybe we can get around to doing that at some point, because I did watch uh, quite a lot of David Tennant Doctor Who, but I never really, I remember not remembering the one that you said, so I don't think I did watch it in its entirety. I must have watched, like, maybe just a few episodes or something. I can't even remember which episode we discussed now. We'll have to rewatch it! <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, okay, so this is news article, or sorry, media article number three now. Um, and it's my favourite article from this whole podcast, everyone. Pierce Brosnan is 69. Woo! Nice. So, nice. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen any recent pictures of Piers Brosnan, but he's aging like a fine wine. He's gorgeous. Oh, I'd be happy to look like that at 60. I mean, this is, yeah, right. this is me at 36. I've got no fucking chance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to make it to 69. <laughs> but hey, well done, Piers Brosnan. I know you're watching. Um, yeah. We did a wheel. Come back. Yeah, we want to yeah. do, do another podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you want to see more Piers Brosnan, have a look at our Wheels Warden, Wheel Wars episode Wheels with him. Warden. Wheels Warden. Yes, I did it again. Yes. <laughs> Every time. Um, and finally, in the media, Amber Heard's on the stand again with Johnny Depp, and it's not going so well for her. It's quite hilarious at this point, regardless of the drama and everything, and, of course, actual the fact that this is a court date and shouldn't be made a, a court date, uh, uh, an actual uh, lawsuit. It shouldn't be made fun of, and it shouldn't be comical. But it is. Um, and she's provided pictures of some cocaine on a table and said, look, this is a picture of Johnny Depp's cocaine. And the person, the, 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 the uh, uh, not the judge, but what the defendant's, um, or Johnny Depp's solicitor, is just like, okay, so Johnny Depp's not in the picture. If there's lines there, then has anyone done any cocaine yet? There's no other residue. There's there's an ashtray there. That's empty. I don't know about you, but if I uh, am going to be going on a bender and doing wild cocaine, beers, and everything like the, this... The one I, I'm probably I gonna read, have a cigarette. I think it was yesterday or the day before, uh, was that they, um, they found a draft for their wedding plan. Okay. Um, that, that that she had involvement in as well, and obviously she was all that she didn't want Johnny Depp to do drugs, things like that. Yeah. Um. After the, uh, the part of their wedding plans was they were going to have a drugs party. Good. Um. Yeah. But uh, having said that, I find at the moment I don't like this whole TikTok thing going on with them. I sound like a ninety-year-old when I say this TikTok thing, but I don't like it going on because it's it's bit, becoming too biased. Uh, I get it. The problem at the moment is everyone likes Johnny Depp. And so they will be there going, oh, you know, it's great. It's Johnny Depp. But it's there for a reason. It would be nice to think that he's not that kind of guy, but it's still in fucking court. And I think everyone should try and just take a step back and have another unbiased approach on the whole situation because it it's still a very fucking serious matter. Mm. Which is exactly the same sort of framework yeah. you said last time. Yeah. Um, my point of view is that, um, and I think um, the the loss, the main loss here is that um, we've lost some great characters uh, from both actors, or actor and actress. Um, I think Johnny Depp's um, Jack Sparrow is probably paramount. I love those films. Mm. But uh, my takeaway from this at least so far as as ed says it's still in court so anything can happen but uh is that they're both bad they're both bad they're both bad for each other they're, they're both done terrible bad things. for each other exactly can, yeah that's something to, and yeah. why can't they that and they're tearing each other's careers down in tatters and flames when they could have hoped i mean it would have been gorgeous just for them to go look actually this is fucking horrible we need to just stop this now before it gets too out of control. But here we are. <laughs> um, and you know what? I, I hope one day... And look, they're both going to have uh, uh, careers in the future as um, performers on, on, our, on our silver screens. But I hope that it doesn't take too long for them to get back to that point. And I hope that this does end in some sort of I just scenario. hope people out there, they're not going to try and defend a person just to protect the franchise, things like that. It's not about that. It's not about the characters. This is about people in their real life. People someone 
may have been abused in this whole thing. Um, you can't just look at a person and go, oh, look no. at them, they were fine. No. By every time things like this come along, is I'll just always remember, well, I thought Rolf Harris was a nice guy. I think, and, and you said you you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Uh, you you say that uh, someone someone's been abused, and actually, I think both of them have been. I think um, so. And in one way or another, whether it's mind games, whether it's physically throwing things, whether it's shitting in a bed, it's still abuse. It's abuse. And at the end of the day, they should just fucking walk away, save some money, and carry on making movies, man, because that's what they do best. Mm-hmm. Let's crack on with the actual news. Mm. Okay, go on. Okay, point one of the news is, um, and I don't really know, it's a positive one, that's for sure, but the world's oldest woman turns up 128 on, well, she's on the 16th of May, she turned 128. That's quarter of a gig. In A quarter of a gig. <laughs> So, I mean, uh, two things here. That's amazing. She looks like she's been dug up, uh, but <laughs> that was really disrespectful. But she's cracking on. I feel like, uh, from what I've read, she's still like relatively sound mind. She's still living and walking around, doing things that you would do when you're 128. My question to you, Ed, mm. would you want to live to 128? Uh, if I... I think. I think for me, as long as I was, uh, I was still of sound mind. Um, that'd be yeah. great. Um, I don't like fear of. I don't know. Say losing a leg, things like that. Or, or yeah, I, 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 that. Yeah, okay. You wouldn't want to, but the the biggest thing I, I want to continue. God, carry to my grave are my memories. As long as uh, that would still be intact, fine. Yeah, great. Yeah. Um, I'm absolutely with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, and it's hard to say without because I haven't seen her in motion <laughs> yet. But it, I don't know how slow she is. You want to see her in motion? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you'll give it a full gigabyte. Fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> hell, she's hundred twenty-eight. <laughs> okay, um, but what I was going to say before I was <laughs> rudely interrupted um, was, I mean. I remember my grandma when she was in her 70s even and just being angry at the fact that she couldn't walk as fast as she wanted to anymore. So imagine it taking you a good couple of minutes just to stand up from a sitting position. Mm. Like, would that get infuriating? Would that be... I don't know if it would be enough for you to think, I want to die. Don't fuck me off if, say, the milkman came, knocked knocked at the door, you got up, you sit back down. What year is it? She's 128. She probably still does a milkman, right? The milkman does her. Um, oh, look. Look at that. There's someone the, the at the fucking door. Here. Right. Here we go. Milkman's here. Right. Oh, right. Oh. Anyway. Okay. But, so the milkman's been and gone. But <laughs> imagine the milkman turned up. Yeah. Okay. And you come back and you sit back down. Yeah. And then the postman turns up. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I see where you're going. Because I thought you were And then going- Amazon come afterwards. <laughs> Look, how much do you think she's ordering off Amazon? And then Uber Eats. <laughs> Uber Eats. My, um, I thought you were going to go for the, you know, when they uh, a delivery driver comes and they knock on the door and then they post a thing through the door and... Oh, know, that would like, be fucking annoying. Sorry we yeah. missed you, Card. Because yeah, yeah, it takes yeah. you that long exactly. to get to the door. Imagine if she wanted Virgin installed. Oh, no, <laughs> they never wait, happened. They never wait happened. three seconds, confirmed. Yeah. Um, 
Right, okay, there you go. 128. There you go. Well done, whatever your name is. Didn't look at that. Gigabyte Grandma. Gigabyte Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Rachel McLean, don't know who you are, but you're a prick, um, says, sorry, this is another point. (laughs) Rachel McLean is not 128. Um, (laughs) Next point, Rachel McLean uh, has actually said um, that people should stop complaining and work harder to cancel the cost, cancel out the cost of living rising. Um, and I couldn't quite believe this when I saw it in a clickbaity sort of news sort of scenario. Uh, but no, no, she literally did say that. Um, Sounds like the kind of thing you'd say, though, Michael. Uh, what? I have no money. <laughs> uh, she, uh, Ms. McLean said that every minister was looking at the issue as consumers face short-term pressures, such as high energy and food bills, and added that there was uh, more help coming, which is always good. Uh, but she did then add, over the long term, we need to have a plan to grow the economy and make sure that people are able to protect themselves better whether that is by taking on more hours or moving to a better paid job and these are long-term actions and that's what we are focused on as a government uh basically saying if you don't have enough money or you're finding yourself struggling just get a pay rise just get a new job do more hours are you the aforementioned milkman or delivery driver just fucking work more um and I think, without going too far into it, I know Ed's already waiting to burst, but no. I think the the thing for me on this is that the, the thing is, if you're doing a job, let's say you were doing a job in 2018, and it's fine, and it's a good career, and you enjoy your job, you love it, and you have a mortgage, or you pay rent, and you pay bills, and you have a car, and you pay that, and you still manage to buy some, you know, games, movies, go to the cinema, have a, save up for a holiday, whatever it may be, and then suddenly three years, four, five, four years later, four of them, uh, you actually fucking are finding it hard to put food in the fridge. There's an issue there. You know what I mean? That's my issue with it. That's my issue with it. Um, And uh, that's to be honest, where the big issue is here with this whole government, um, because they've got no, there's no sense of, uh, you know, being down to earth. There's no sense. They've never there's worked no at a proper daytime job. Show me someone in our government currently that's fucking worked at a fast food place as their first job. Fucking no one. They don't have to pay bills. I bet all their cars are bought to them, are bought for them by their parents all as well. All into privilege. Like, yeah. And I get that sometimes, 100%, like, you, you, your parents may buy you something. They might treat you. They, they might even buy you a fucking house. That's fine. But you still have to then pay the bills. And you have to do those things. But these people literally don't. Um, and I think, from memory, I'm going to see if it's in this article that I've just pulled up here. But uh, this completely out-of-order woman, uh, who doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, uh, has the privilege of earning £200,000 a a year, Um, which is great. I'd fucking love to sit in a place and say, you're poor, do better. These are people saying, uh, you've you've got no excuse. I can't remember who it was, but there was a a bloke about a week ago uh, who said, was it like you could could spend a 95p is is the cost for for a meal or something? Yeah, no, you're right, yeah. What fucking planet are you on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can buy a bag of potatoes, some ramen, and baked beans for that. So what are you fucking spending your money on? Yeah. And look, I understand, and I'm sure we all do, we have days as people where actually... Look, we're just going to chuck some stuff in the oven. Um, or, you know, we're going to splash out and we're going to make some fancy dish or we're going to order out or we're going to go out for dinner. These things fluctuate. And 
Not, I, not for them. They're, they're, no. they're, they're fucking food expenses. They don't even pay no. for what they fucking... No, no. And, yeah, they definitely don't fucking pay tax on them. Um, so there you go. I mean, take it as you will, everyone, um, and make your own of what you want. But the, the thing is there is that someone that earns a lot of money for just shout... Well, not shouting, but talking shit about other people is earning £200,000 a month. I mean, we do that now. Can we not... Come on. Bojo, get in touch. Kofi. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sponsored by Parliament. (laughs) Um, uh, And uh, finally, in the news, um, the Queen makes a surprise appearance to open the Paddington Station Elizabeth line. Um, Now, in the last uh, Hot Pocket, we said that um, Prince Charles was on a throne talking about people not earning enough money while sitting on a gold throne. Um, We went on to talk about the monarchy. I quite like the monarchy. You don't, but, eh. <laughs> but uh, I'm not the, allowed to say anything because Flora's in the same house as us right now, and she yeah. loves the monarchy. She does. Um, but um, that aside, and that is just opinion uh, at the end of the day. But what I do find strange is that she's appeared. She couldn't do that appearance addressed to the country, but she has opened a uh, a Paddington Station line. Now, um, there's two oh, things I would like to make. Come on evident here, uh, is that one, uh, this is the Elizabeth line. She is Queen Elizabeth. It's named after her. I get it. Uh, The other thing is um, that because of the fact that she couldn't go to the the other address and there was loads of questions, news articles and things questioning her mobility and saying, actually, is she even fit to be a queen? Is she, she can't even get out and do public speaking. And that's literally the only thing she does now. So obviously there's a lot of talk within her own, you know, staff i'm imagining uh of okay liz should probably get out and do something because people are going to start thinking that we're solid here um so she thought she would go out and make an appearance what is your take on it ed my take on it here we go um was she now 96 yeah um in the uk um i believe she's the longest reigning monarch fair play to her that is just a title these days. There's not much power that they have amongst uh, as we with, said within them, time. as we said last time. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, th- uh, we say as we said last time, but what we did say last time, I said that why doesn't the Queen just get rid of the government because they're fucking shit? And Ed then, well, corrected me-ish and said, uh, actually, she doesn't have the power to do yeah. that anymore. No. Uh, so, yes, carry on. Um, she... She deserves... Well, she's 96 years old. She's done bloody well. Um, yeah. She's... If you're going to go from the, the monarchy perspective, she's had a, she is um, just a, a she's so renowned. Um, if you just think of the queen, you know, royalty, yeah. she's the first thing you think of. She's done so bloody well. Fair play to her, and I think she is well within her right to delegate duties mm-hmm. uh, as she did with Charles. I don't like the bloke, um, and well, you know, it, it's great that she's still. Because um, where was she before? Was it she was it was was it some some horse races some horse race Ascot? Oh, I don't I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, but she was there enjoying herself. She was this. She's she's still yeah. going out. She's showing that she yeah. can still do stuff. But she, she's still fully aware that she has a limit now. Um, okay. And that's that's brilliant. You think that's fine? Um, yeah. I mean, if I loved the monarchy, I'd go. That's fucking brilliant. But I don't think we need it. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, I, I get I get where people are coming from. And, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, they are sort of the face of the country, but they're not. 
I mean, when they go to, you know, uh, when there's a summit between all the world leaders, is the Queen there? No, it's Boris Johnson. Which it's, is... it's archaic. It's just, it. stop it. Oh, With this no. whole fucking oh, no. We've archaic him. fucking tradition of, oh yes, we've got a Queen, we've got a King. Fucking hell. I think it'd be good if they did something. Like, if the, like, we said this last time, and Does I'm going to repeat it again now, but if the Queen was to say, look, you're ruining my fucking country, fuck off, I'd be like, dude, monarchy's the best. The monarchy is great. And uh, just to clarify, sorry, I did vote Conservative last time, and I did think that Boris had a good sort of, well, it was either him or um, Jeremy Corbyn at the time. And I'd rather have Boris Johnson in than someone who sits on the fucking floor of a train. But... <laughs> you've, uh, you know what? You've got balls for, <laughs> for admitting that, so fair play. Look, man, look. Hey, we vote for things. I'm not a Conservative person. I'm, I'm very much in the middle. And I'll vote for the party that has the best sort of things. And to be honest to you, the thing that I look most when I'm voting is for the better figurehead of the country. And it was either dodgy bloody glasses Jeremy Corbyn or it was, uh, yeah, Fruit Loop with a fucking mop head. Um, So it was a difficult choice for you. Well, arguably it's fucking difficult for everyone, isn't it? Mm. And I think if you are literally just like, I'm voting Labour every time, boom, 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 or Conservative, and you're just religiously saying, I'm going to vote them because I hate the other party, and you're not thinking about the possibility, then actually that could be an issue going the other way. I vote vote Labour, but um, because I don't don't want to vote for the Conservative Party. I don't don't like their views. And... um, if I feel that if I voted for any other party, my my vote would have me would mean nothing, um, because it wouldn't get anywhere because the Labour's got a no, higher right. chance of yeah. Of, of, and then that's not the right approach. No. Um, and still, I mean, if you look at the amount, the percentage of the population that vote, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. There's not but enough people. When I say, and just taking it back to the monarchy for a moment, I, I think the thing is, is that and and this goes for both sides, left and right. If you if someone's voted in and they say, look, we're going to do this, we're going to reduce these costs and we're going to do that and that's going to be amazing and we're going to get that from there. And none of that ever happens. I think historically in both parties, whenever they promise all this stuff, whenever they're you know being voted for, they get in. They never fucking hold through with half of it. Then why can't there be... Why can't the Queen then say, look, actually, you promised our country this, this leadership, this advice, and you said that these were going to be the results and that's not happened, so fuck off. Um... Either way, everyone, I think it's good that actually we've got two different sides here. And as I said, I'm on the fence. I already like Keir Starmer much more than Boris Johnson, and I think I'm gonna—I'm definitely voting Labour next time. If there was to be a vote tomorrow, it'd be Labour all day long. And that's not just because the prices have gone up and uh, you know the cost of living's gone up, and you'd think that Labour would help with that, but because I feel like Keir Starmer is a better figurehead, more level-headed, and would take action on things when needed, uh, and even appear better. The fucking G7 summit. Just seeing Boris Johnson fucking stood there next to all those, like, really, they stood there, powerful-looking people, and then you've got Boris Johnson who looks like a fucking homeless bear. Oh, God. But anyway, we're moving it on. It's time for the odds and sods, and I have two of them for you today, sir. Oh, go on, then. Okay. Uh, the first one will be just the funny one. Let's do it. Go um, on. Have you ever heard of Dolphin Pussy Jelly? No. Okay. I'm going to read it's a, 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 a meme of sorts. It's a Reddit post that's turned into a meme. <laughs> Sorry, just clearing my throat. Um, and it goes as follows. You're right. 
Yeah, I'm just waiting. Oh. Uh, so, female dol- dolphins have vaginal secretions that make a male dolphin just come over and over and over. From this point on, I will call these secretions dolphin pussy jelly. Scientists were like, holy shit, dude, we've got to test this, you know, for science. So the scientists collected a sample of said dolphin pussy jelly and had it test a primate. They swabbed it on the mate's male primate's dick, sat back and watched the show. Now, you see, it worked, but it worked a little too well. The monkey just straight up had a heart attack because it used all of its energy into fucking coming. I want to live in a world where this is a commercial product. I want to say, you know what I want? I want to die, and I know what to do about it. I want to live in a world where I can go to my local grocery store, pick up a bottle of Schmucker's Pussy Dolphin Jelly, and just fucking cum myself to death. Uh, it's taken a bit of a turn, actually, hasn't it? From politics and monarchy to dolphin pussy jelly. But that is the original excerpt from a Reddit post. It went viral, went all over the place, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, just to clarify, dolphin pussy jelly doesn't exist. It's not true. It's just a post. But um, you know what my question's going to be to you now? Would you, uh, would you try it? And when I say this, obviously the male primate in this story died. Because it comes itself to death. Right. Okay. He's got it. He knows what he's doing. If I was to find out I had a terminal illness, yeah. and they said that I've got three weeks to live, okay. I'd give it a couple of weeks, spend some time with my family, and then rub that jelly all over my dick. Not in front of my family. That would be weird. <laughs> God, can you imagine your, your mum looking like a plasterer's radio? <laughs> I can. <laughs> so, uh, okay, that's yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah. If you know you're going to die, then yeah. why not? Any other circumstance? What about uh, what about an age sort of? You know, you get to eighty, and you're thinking like, actually, I'm lucky to have gotten this far. Boom, I'm calling it. No, kids. but I mean, like, if we go back to um, if we go back to the, one of the conversations we're having right at the beginning with um, with Gigabyte Grandma. Um, <laughs> If if I was to get to an age where I know that I'm losing my memory, yeah, why not? I'd, I'd do it. I just realised something terrible, Ed. Mm-hmm. I said that it was a quarter of a gigabyte, but mm. it's an eighth. Shit, you're right. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... <laughs> Usually so you have to go to a fucking dealer to get an eight. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ganja grandma. <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, it's not a thing that exists. Ed would do it if he knew he was going to die, but not mm. under any other circumstances. Uh, what about, and let, let's just say you've got a jar of it. And I, Well, actually, this guy says jar, but I'm assuming it's a guy, because let's face it, we're all perverts. But like, what about if you just got like a fucking tiny smear, and you thought, actually, this might, this might just be pleasurable. That's how addicts start. But would you? No, you because wouldn't. that's how addicts start. Yeah, no. you're an addict. No, oh. I couldn't. Okay, all right, okay. All right, okay, Ed. Stop it. It's like, do you, you know a lot of people say that one, the, 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 a lot of people want to try heroin, but they want to try it on their deathbed. Do they? Yeah, there's, there's a few people who have said that. It's like, look, I'd, I might have tried this, that. Uh, but uh, heroin I'll never touch because it's a mugs game. It's 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 okay. addictive and it it can ruin you. But they go, you know what? I'll give it a go on my deathbed. Um, maybe we should replace that with the um, dolphin pussy jelly. Yeah, 
I think and the, 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 well, there's differences here because that at, up to this point, if we're pretending that this is a real thing, dolphin pussy jelly kills you. Yeah. Whereas people can live on heroin for years and be. But you're talking about just a small amount. Yeah. So like, it's a risk. But the the point is, is that you could uh, trying heroin on your deathbed. I've not done it myself. I don't do anything. Like you that. don't. I haven't done a deathbed but, myself either. No, more heroin. I meant. But, <laughs> but the point is, is that you could like try it any time. We could go out tomorrow and get some. We're in rugby, so we can get some. And <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and you know, we could try it. We could have a lovely evening and then never touch it again. It is addictive. And it might take a few days for us to stop even thinking about how awesome that high was. I don't know. But the point is with dolphin pussy jelly is that you're risking your life by even fucking trying it. I think you're risking your life by trying heroin. Okay, we've got onto a different topic. Yeah, dolphin, we've gone completely on. We've gone, from, we've gone from a joke about dolphin, but about, <laughs> dolphin pussy jelly about the seriousness of drugs. Um, okay. Don't do drugs. <laughs> don't, touch, don't touch the jelly. Don't touch the jelly. Don't rub it on your dick. Get a flashlight and some non-oil-based lubricant. You can get the fizzy stuff. Fizzy lube. Fizzy lube. Fizzy lube? Fizzy lube. lube. Talk us through it. I don't know. Just put some pop rocks in your flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) If you've still got a hoodie, you can just pop it. I wonder if that would be interesting to try. Like, you know, someone puts pop rocks in their mouth and then you get 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 an osh. I've heard of a polo. What's the polo? The polo one. You put a polo in it, it's just minty menthol freshness, but on the dick. Yeah, fuck that. Okay. Well, that's, well that, you could call that a dick tack. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that was way too quick. Okay. Three boner. Um, <laughs> triple axe. Um, if you could, and this is the final point, everyone. If you could change one stat about yourself, what would you change? But you have to take something off of another stat. So picture yourself put into a video game. You know, at the beginning of a video game like The Sims, Fallout, whatever it is, you've got your bars going up. You've got fatness, you've got height, you've got power, you've got accuracy, charisma, whatever it is. But like, what would you change? Like, would you change anything? Sorry, you don't have to change anything. Stamina. Okay. Not, not for that. But what would you I'm take good off? at that. But, but, what, uh, <laughs> but what would you take off? Because you're a tall person, right? Yeah, I was thinking. Maybe I feel like, like you could take a couple of inches take off. Take an your inch height. off. Could take an inch off. Okay, one inch. If I can take an inch off. Can I have whatever? How do you measure stamina? A point. Stam. Uh, one stam for one inch. And uh, to what? To what would this? You know, what purpose? Um, an extra bit of stamina. It's not going to make you. Well, a we marathon, just had this whole conversation. You, 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 when you turned up, I was, I was moving loads of stuff around the house, and I'm yeah. like sweating buckets. Yeah. Um, and really, yeah. So to avoid, oh, oh well, maybe I could do. Could I do sweat? Can you I do just intelligence? <laughs> you could do. I'm intelligent. Sorry. I mean, you try, but I I'm know. intelligent. Okay, all right. So you're intelligent enough. Um, and of course, there's the other thing. Like, if you're if you've got disposable things, like Ed and I do have, like fatness, you could take like a couple of points off of fatness, and you could add them on. You know, one on luck, one on charisma. Oh, I never thought of it like that. See, because you're at the moment our fat stats boom. Red yeah, well, add stam- stamina, remove fat. Add stamina, remove fat. So you want to be fit? 
Basically, isn't that called going to the gym? <laughs> We've just made going to the gym. The gym is exactly like the the stat remove the stat adjustment. Hypothetical: What stat would you change? Is getting off your ass. <laughs> That's where I've been going wrong. <laughs> we're, going, we're going back to fucking Rachel McLean. Work more hours. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I don't know what I would go for. Obviously, I'm fat, so got a couple of points there. I also, I mean, and let's not forget, I feel like I'm smart enough or I'm comfortable. I wouldn't want to get too smart because I'm already quite anxious about things. Like, if you get so smart that you know that decisions that world leaders are making are incorrect, then you'll start being anxious about everything that's going on. For instance, if you were to reverse this and completely just blah, and annihilate your intelligence meter, then you would be wonderfully oblivious about what was going on. And you'd be naive, you know? Clever enough to read and write, maybe, but just happy in your own skin. So would you, you know, what, what about that? I don't know because you say that, but if people with intelligence, um, oh, I'm going to try and say this without sounding like a bastard. So scientists have obviously debunked uh, um, religion, like the existence of God and heaven. Yeah. So there were people out there at one point, completely happy in the fact that one day they'll pass away and they'll move on to another plane. Then the fucking scientists come along and go, "No, mate, it's bullshit. You're dead." Yeah. And then people go around having existential crises. Yeah. So maybe you shouldn't be that intelligent. Maybe we should all dumb ourselves down a bit. To Christianity. Is that what you're saying? See, I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. I I think having a faith is brilliant. And I would love to have a faith. This is why I remain agnostic, in the hope that I'd be able to find something, just to keep myself a little bit saying there's nothing wrong with faith and I uh, envy anyone who has has a belief and can believe in it. Yeah. I think one of my... Oh, I'm um, just cleverer than you. <laughs> I'm not religious. But um, I, it was George Carlin once said that if he was going to uh, believe in anything, um, it would be... There's like a sun-worshipping tribe or people somewhere, monks of some description. Mm. I don't know. But he said that he would be that because at least you can fucking see it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and the, you know the point is that you do need uh, you know the vitamins from the sun, and it, it's good to get out. And it's you know it's well, everyone's a bit happy when summer's about, right? True. Apart from when we have to unload or load a car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, sun worshiping sounds like a pretty good idea to me. And also, it does give you like that sort of happy bliss sort of thing, like continuity, uh, continuity sort of continuous lifetime and things like this. So you, you don't, it's not about self sort of, I will carry on. I'm going to exist in heaven. It's about everyone is fine. It's quite a Buddhist approach. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. is. Yeah. It's like, I'm, everything's going to be okay. If I'm not here, like that's cool. Like everything else is still going to be here. I think Buddhism's brilliant, by the way. I, I just, yeah, the ideology around it. The great. ideology is good. I just can't keep up with the paperwork. But that being said, everyone, it's been a lovely week, and I'm looking forward to another one, Ed. I am as well. Lovely. Thank you for watching Hot Pocket, everyone. We will catch you next week. It's been lovely. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.